Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and live from New York City, my name is Peter Rosenberg. I know what you're thinking. Wow, Rosenberg, you already did a lot of radio today. How much more do you possibly need to do? Reasonable thought, reasonable thought, but there's so many issues between now and the election that I feel I need a little bit of room to be able to talk about some of the things near and dear to me. Um, Not just politics, uh, everything, but um, that's the logic here is having a little bit of room to talk, maybe take some uh, calls from people on social media, and uh, do a little Rosenberg podcast, if you will. So we'll start out tonight, and I'm not going to do very long here, maybe hit you with 20 minutes, but let's start out with the um, Amy Coney Barrett proceedings in Washington. First, let's hear a little bit of audio um, as the Democrats and Republicans were reportedly pretty civil today. Um on the first day, um, with the GOP just starting to get their opportunity to defend Barrett, but let's uh, let's hear a little bit. Ninety-six to three. Now, those were days that have since passed. I regret that. I think I know how the vote's going to come out, but I think Judge Barrett is required, for the good of the nation, to submit to your questions and ours. This is going to be a long, contentious week. In Phil- Judge- I, I like how Lindsey Graham made it sound like it's a shame that we actually have to talk about this. Because in, uh, in, in another time where things were less partisan, we wouldn't even have to worry about, about this. We would just blaze you right through. What are you even talking about, sir? Ginsburg seat. The stakes are extraordinarily high for the American people, both in the short term and for decades to come. Most importantly... Health care coverage for millions of Americans is at stake with this nomination. Can I tell you one thing I I don't like about what the Democrats are doing in the Barrett conversation? There there are a lot of really basic ideas, okay, with regard to the Supreme Court nomination that I don't understand. So I, I want to be clear about that from the beginning. Uh, there are some really just kind of basic principles that I'm seeing um, focused on that I frankly just, it don't, they don't make sense to me. Um, so first and foremost, let's start with the conversation about what we just heard. The concern about Obamacare. Here's, I guess, what I don't understand. Is it worthwhile to have a conversation during the proceedings around Barrett about Obamacare? Like, doesn't it go without saying that the right is putting in someone who's going to be anti-Obamacare? Like, that, that is specifically why people vote the way they vote. So like we sort of get caught up in this conversation. Like, like, like here's something that may surprise people in general, okay? This may surprise you if you know anything about me. I don't fault the Republicans for wanting to rush in their justice. Yeah, it upsets me that when it was Obama's turn, he didn't have the Senate and he couldn't get it done. Yeah, that's a bummer and it bothers me. But ultimately... The Democrats would have gotten Merrick Garland through if they could have. So why does anybody fault the right for wanting 
Why does anybody fault the right for wanting to get their person through before the election? And the argument that the Democrats make of, well, the people should decide. The people should decide. Do you know what I would argue if I was a Republican? They did decide. They decided in 2016. They voted for Donald Trump. And they want, that's who the American, that's, it's the, to me, it's the easiest argument. So I, I do not understand that approach, even though obviously I don't want Barrett to get her seat on the Supreme Court. That just doesn't make sense as an argument. So you better go a different route and some sort of creative stalling tactic or come up with some dirt on her, some old-fashioned nasty politics that could actually get this to stop because you just saying, no, the American people should decide, to me makes no sense. I would be arguing, I would be arguing completely if I'm a Republican that they already did decide. So that part doesn't make sense to me as an argument. Furthermore, Another complaint I have about the Democrats right now, why are we avoiding this lack of transparency about packing the court doesn't make sense to me either. Who who are you trying to win over that's going to be against that? Why isn't the very simple solution, hey, our number one priority right now as a party is to win back the White House stabilize this country, beat a global pandemic that's taken over 200,000 lives, restore credibility to our nation, which is a laughingstock internationally, repair relationships uh, in, and all over the world? Why is it that's the approach? So we're going to handle that. As for the court, we're going to decide based on what the American people want and what this party thinks is best, how we move forward with adding justices or not. We can't say for sure what's going to happen, but we're going to decide as a people and as a party what makes sense. I don't see why they have to hide from the fact that they might add Supreme Court justices. Who are you winning over? You think there's some Trump people who are like, I'm on the fence, but if they add another justice, I, I, I hear the logic. To me, it's not worth the trade-off of coming off as completely non-transparent. You know, I think Biden has a real advantage, and I don't care what anyone says, that he comes off as authentic. You may not like Joe Biden. You may not think he's qualified. You may think he's old. You may think he's decrepit. Joe Biden is the guy that he is. He has always been that guy. Flaws and all, Joe Biden is Joe Biden. Much like I could argue Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Donald Trump has been a bad guy forever. Joe Biden has been a good guy forever. So don't get caught up doing things that appear to be untransparent, frankly are non-transparent, and put you in a category with the total phony you're up against. Just answer it. Just answer it. That's To me, that's the approach. Because right now, this election is Biden's to lose. As we sit, guys, three weeks from tomorrow, we are three weeks from tomorrow, the most critical election I've ever lived through in 41 years. 
And when I say that to anyone who's in my live right now, because I'm not just doing this for a podcast, but I have a live on Instagram right now, and I'm uh, and I'm amazed at how loud and vocal the Trump people are on Instagram. Like, why do you follow me in the first place? I don't get it. Like, I don't get. And like, I just want to be clear: if if that's your man, like Donald Trump is your man, okay? Like that's your guy. Like you look at him and you get proud. Not like you voted for him because of financial interests, which is still a bad choice, right? But you voted for him for financial interests. He's sort of an embarrassment to you, but you're rich and it works for you. That's one level of disgrace. But that's your man? That's your man? A dude who's literally just failed up his entire life? Like a wuss at every turn. Have you seen? Have you seen the his attempt at throwing a punch in WrestleMania? This is a man who tries to talk tough. I dare you, go back and watch WrestleMania when Donald Trump was a part of WrestleMania twenty three, and he had a spot with Vince McMahon. He did not know how to close his fist and throw a punch. This motion for your big man, he did not understand what a punch looks like at all. Anyways, that's your man. That's your guy. So here we go. Uh, Eddie says, Biden will shut this country down and we will all be on lockdown even worse back in March. Why do you think that? Why, what is it? Who made you believe that's what Joe Biden wants to do? When at any point has Joe Biden said what he wants to do is go to a full-blown lockdown? Here's the irony. The reason we're going to be forced to go into a full-blown lockdown is because of the very same morons who are saying that Joe Biden's going to force us into a lockdown. They refuse to believe in any of this in the first place didn't want to wear a mask, had to show up at college football stadiums and parties on the beach. Now, today, numbers going up everywhere, and we're going to be there in the same place, and y'all are going to turn around and blame the guy who's not even president? You're blaming, you're going to blame a guy who was not president during this whole time. Can you believe it? Like, we're sitting there. Yo, they shouldn't even have an election. Like, for, for the purposes of, 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 like, irony. Just think about this. Imagine you're doing this bad a job publicly and you have the nerve to run for office again. Like, uh, it would be like me getting zeros in my ratings on all my radio stations and asking for a raise. It doesn't make sense. So all of you, and DJ Chris Carve jumps in, Trump 2020. Let me tell you, you're a fraud. No DJ is actually writing Trump 2020. I'd love to hear your blends, pal. What kind of fist-pumping Jersey trash music are you playing, bro? Chill out. Paulie D would sun you. You ain't got nothing on Paulie D. So... This is an insane time. 
that there are people right now in this chat sitting amongst us who go outside wearing a mask every day. They have to wear a mask to walk around. They have to wear a mask in America to walk around. Jobs crushingly bad right now for this country, okay? The divide along uh, racial and ethnic lines, horrifying. By far the worst they've been in a very long time. And y'all are like, yo, this is my man. Imagine that. Yo, it would be like standing up when the when Washington beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl 42 to 10. You're like, yo, my team won. Look at us, we won. No, you lost. You lost. You I, listen, I give it up. Trump found a way to get elected. He did it. He got in office. He managed to make it happen. All right? By hook or by crook. You know, a lot of people call Donald Trump stupid. He's not stupid. He found a way to become president of the United States, and he did it. It's amazing. You know, for a guy who's not polished, who doesn't really understand very much about anything, he's not a worldly guy. You know, for a guy who wasn't able to be accepted by the actual elite of Manhattan, you know, I mean, let's be real. I mean, his biggest success came on a reality show. He became president. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's an amazing story. Amazing story that he could become president of the United States. Sad for the future of the country and what it says about us, but impressive. However, anyone within any sort of objective sense would go, well... It's been almost four years, three years and 48 weeks, 49 weeks, okay? It's gone bad. How bad? Really, really bad. Things are really bad. There's a pandemic in our country, and there's audio of him saying, well, I didn't want to tell people exactly what was going on because I didn't want to panic them. Your man did not want to wear a mask. And now you see his commercials for president. He's wearing a mask throughout the whole commercial. He's the reason people didn't want to wear masks. He's the number one reason. If he had just come out and been like, yo, guys, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all good. We just got to wear masks. If he had just done that, people's family members would be alive. Even if he'd screwed up in every other way, in every other way that he screwed up, if he had just said, we have to wear masks, some people in this chat right now might have family members that were alive. But he couldn't do that. He insisted on not wearing masks. Over 200,000 people are dead. There's audio of him saying he knew it was deadly. And you guys are proudly going to say, that's my guy. And the argument you're going to have against Joe Biden that you've heard repeated by Donald Trump, because you don't know anything about politics yourself, is that Joe Biden's been in office for 47 years and never has gotten anything done. You really, you know that? 
people saying that, people really know that? You spent a lot of time paying attention to Joe Biden as a senator. You paid a lot of attention to Joe Biden as vice president. Is that right? Or you're just repeating what the president says. So this is where we are. But I really do wish that the Democrats would directly answer the question of packing the court. Even if the answer is we don't know yet. And I think that's the truth, by the way. I don't think they do know. I think they're unclear. I think there probably is a mixed conversation about whether packing the court is a good idea. Adding another four justices. It's, this does not get done. So I think I think it would be honest and, and real to say we don't know. When really they just don't want to show their hand at all. And and we don't you don't want the Democrats if you're if if you're the Democratic Party and you're Joe the, the, the Biden Harris campaign, you don't want people thinking of you as also being untransparent. So I think they need to go a different route in that regard. Um but we are it's three weeks from tomorrow, guys. Uh, I hope that you've um registered to vote. COVID nineteen is out of control again all over the country, getting worse everywhere. Italy, a disaster again. England, a disaster again. Spain, disaster. So it's cycling back around. Keep in mind, Italy was in great shape a while ago. A few months ago, Italy, like New York, really had figured it out even more so and faster. They are now up to their highest numbers since the whole thing started. So this whole thing is circling around again, and there are people that I know and love who are just going to events. Shouts to the far side. There are people just going to and having indoor events. And y'all are going to be the ones crying when we're locked down again. Now, fortunately, right now, the death rate is not as high as it was. So while we are seeing spikes numbers-wise in cases everywhere, we are not seeing an increase to the death rate. So it seems as if it's more young people being stupid, getting sick themselves, getting tested, showing positives and not spreading it to their family members and killing them. So maybe y'all are just being jackasses but keeping it to yourself? Or maybe so far it's just luck and that's going to turn too. But right now, things are getting bad. And I really hope everyone is mentally preparing, even here in New York, where like by and large I'm very proud of what we've done here but now i'm seeing people uptown i'm seeing people in brooklyn i'm seeing people downtown i'm seeing all kinds of people of all varieties and walks of life all make the same mistake and like i said even people i know and love who feel like having random events indoors i do not understand And I'll keep you afloat of what's happening on Monday Night Raw 
Looks like they're opening with Randy Orton. Draft continues tonight. Excited to see that, by the way. I actually enjoyed the draft the other night. Of course, there were flaws. But there were things that I really enjoyed. Shouts to Emilio Sparks, my guy. Shouts to my boy Anthony Donahue in the building. But I really hope people get it, man. Like, I'm going to be an, I'm going to be, let me just say this bluntly. I'm going to be an asshole over the next few months. Like, I really believe I'm going to allow, I'm on social media, I'm going to be a straight up asshole over the next several months. I am going to be preachy and annoying and continuously. Because I feel like if I don't, I feel like there are cats who are so dumb that they may only see that there are spikes in COVID on my social media. That's why I, that's why I might need to do it. Because you're obviously not watching the news. You're not watching Lester Holtz every night. Lester Holtz at 7 o'clock. So I need I may need to remind people that I'm looking down. I am looking down at you if you are making these decisions. And by the way, I'm not saying you don't you don't do anything. I mean, come on guys, it's not April anymore. We know that there's a way to move around. Right? Like I, I used to be very tight. Very tight. I, I mean I was screaming out my window. I, I was being very, very aggressive. And you know, really didn't think there was room to do anything, especially living in New York where our numbers were just so, so high. Um, but now I think we know there's a way to move around. We know that there's a way to move around. But can you at least do it in a safe fashion? You know, someone just wrote five dead of COVID in the state of New York out of 20 million people. Eddie, that's your name, right? Eddie? Where did you see that stat, bro? I I can personally name five people. What are are you talking about? Are there people who actually think that? Are there people who think that only five people in New York State have died of COVID? Yo, man, a lot of y'all, a lot of people with these conspiracy theories, I really, I'm so curious about where the conspiracy theories come from. Like, if you keep following the logic, if you keep following the logic, Eddie, if Cuomo tweeted today that five people died, he meant five people died yesterday in one day. Do you understand that? Oh, my. Drew McIntyre coming out to see Randy Orton now. I'm really good. I'm really good on this McIntyre-Orton story. Really time to move on. I I want Randy to take the title from Drew McIntyre at Hell in a Cell on Sunday. Or a week from Sunday. I really, really do. I'm not going to get into wrestling right now. I understand that's probably not the audience that I have here. But I really, I'm, I'm ready. All right, what else did I want to get to today before I wrap up? 
I want to say rest in peace to Joe Morgan, who was an incredible baseball player. But for me, I mean, an incredible baseball player. Two-time National League MVP, five-time Gold Glove champion. He was phenomenal. But for me, Joe Morgan, the commentator, Sunday Night Baseball, John Miller and Joe Morgan, that's... That's my favorite right there. That is my absolute favorite baseball commentary tandem. There was something about Joe Morgan that was so kind, so warm, so passionate about the game. His voice quality was great. In fact, I will pose this question that I posed on the Michael K show, which is, is there a better combination athlete and commentator anywhere in sports history? Because Joe Morgan was a better athlete than Pat Summerall. He's a better athlete than John Madden. He's a better athlete than Tim McCarver. So when I when you try to think of the names that really became like, you know, go-to sports commentary figures... Now, a lot of people will throw out Tony Romo, and maybe one day Tony Romo will surpass. But even then, can I be honest? Even if Tony Romo becomes a better commentator than Joe Morgan, he's not a better player. Tony Romo's not a better player in football than than Joe Morgan was in baseball. He's not. He's just not. Joe Morgan... Two-time MVP, Hall of Famer? Love Walt Frazier, but no. You know, uh, Michael Kay mentioned Tom Seaver, but Tom Seaver wasn't the commentator that Joe Morgan was. I'm telling you, there's no one better. Aikman. Aikman may be better than Romo. Aikman's a better choice than Romo. Aikman's very close. Now, I this is a matter of taste. I believe Joe Morgan is a better commentator than Trey Aikman, though I really like Trey Aikman. And with that, I'll shift over to the Dak injury yesterday, which was just horrifying to see. Just really feel bad for Dak Prescott. Um, I, I When the injury first occurred, I truly thought he had just, like Tony Romo, I thought he had a cramp. Because he started squeezing his calf. So I really, I thought, I, I didn't notice the foot. I didn't notice that his foot was sideways. I just thought, oh my gosh. That must really hurt. Nothing worse than a calf cramp. And then, of course, it turns out his ankles completely snapped. Well, I, I just feel for Dak. It's funny because I hate the Cowboys. But I truly feel for Dak. You know, his brother, uh, Jace, uh, passed away this offseason. He's had a really tough go of it. And then, of course, he bets on himself, doesn't take the deal. Um, doesn't accept the Cowboys deal at $27 million a year. So he makes $35 million a year this year in a franchise tag. 
or was hoping to get a new deal down the road. Of course, the Cowboys say they're going to stick with Dak, but listen, the fact of the matter is this. Andy Dalton's a very viable backup, and you hate thinking about the sports of it all because you just feel so bad for Dak Prescott, the guy. But the truth is, this team could do well with Andy Dalton at the helm. Like, that's possible. There's a world in which the Cowboys are actually pretty good with Andy Dalton, and all of a sudden, Cowboys fans are going, you know what, this Dalton's actually pretty good. He's better than Dak. It could happen. Everyone's emotional today. Everyone's emotional right now. But in a few days, in two, three weeks, if Andy Dalton is still playing great quarterback, or, or as well as he played yesterday, plays solid quarterback, people will move on, which is what makes this sports thing so sad. Yes, the people are talking about the Sid Justice off the top rope ankle break. Disgusting. Actually worse. The Sid the Sid ankle break is worse to watch visually than the than the Dak Prescott. It's it's horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying. All right, I'm gonna go watch the um I'm gonna go watch the draft. Um so I can be ready to do cheap heat this week. I feel like I got some good things off my my chest today. I feel like it was needed, and it felt like I, I feel better. I got to scream about the election for a little bit. Got to ignore the random Trumpers who show up in my chat and just write Trump 2020. What is it about being like that kind of guy that makes these people so insane? Are there people on the other side doing that? Do you think there are people like showing up in random people's chats and just being like Biden 2020? Or is it only an annoying thing the Trump people do? I wonder if that's a thing. Because in my life, of course, it's only Trump people showing up and screaming Trump 2020. So I really wonder. I wonder if they're like... Now, I would say... Or like they're cool celebrities who are, you know, doing lives... And people show up and write Biden 2020. But then I remembered no cool celebrities are actually for Donald Trump. So that's not possible. Um, I appreciate you guys. Um, tell a friend, tell a friend. And also, if anyone here who's actually bored enough or interested enough, I should say, to listen to what I'm saying, go subscribe to my podcast, um, Rosenberg Radio. Search for it in the podcast app. Hit subscribe today. And um, and listen to it because I'm going to start putting up episodes of the podcast. Interviews, like I just posted an interview with Reason from TDE. I posted an interview with Action Bronson. And I'm going to post random podcasts like this. So just search for Rosenberg Radio wherever you find podcasts. Um, actually, I don't think I'm on Spotify. So you'd have to do it on the iTunes podcast app for now. And subscribe on there. But um, I appreciate you guys. And I will be back soon. Please be safe. Wear a mask. Be easy. And vote.